Hey everybody, welcome back. So last week I talked about podcasts and why they are powerful, why you should consider doing them if that's why you're listening to this show. We talked about how you're gonna build relationships with these people that trust you as an authority, as an expert. They see you as a friend. They're disappointed when you're not there, when you don't show up. It's a really deep connection. And so this week, I wanted to talk more about those people that are listening to you. I wanted to talk about podcast listeners and share things with you about, you know, that, for instance, most Americans have listened to podcasts, okay? And and people around the world more and more are listening every day. There's more podcast listeners than ever for actually less active podcasts out there. Podcast listeners, they follow you and they listen to a lot of audio content. If you remember last week, they are listening to six shows that they subscribe to. They're listening to up to 95 minutes a day of audio content. I'm also gonna talk in this episode about how they have money. You know, they're educated people that also have jobs. They want to learn. That's why they're listening to podcasts. And as you heard last week, they really trust you. They trust the host when it comes to recommendations that they make and how that can be important. And they just generally listen to more content than other people that are out there, other people that are watching videos, people that are reading blogs. They have more time because they're listening in the car, on the go, they're listening to more content. So let's get into the details here and really talk about why podcast listeners are a desirable demographic. So each year, Edison Research uh, puts out a study where they survey a bunch of podcast listeners and based on data collected by them, collected by other organizations like Nielsen. Currently, 162 million Americans have listened to a podcast, and that grows every year. That's over 50% of Americans. I know I'm talking to a lot of podcasters or potential podcasters here in the United States. 39% of podcast listeners are age 35 to 54. 56% of podcast listeners are age 12 to 34. So there's a lot of younger people that are getting into podcasts now, and that has changed over the last four to five years. 31% of podcast listeners have a household income of $100,000 or more per year. That's, that's, that's important because that's money that is disposable income. They have ability to make choices. And 57% of podcast listeners have at least a four-year college degree. These are educated people. These are people who have had to go in, you know, have gone into higher education and completed it. They've gotten that four-year college degree. And 63% of podcast listeners have full-time employment, okay? So it's not just people uh, that may be working two or three jobs and they're listening to podcasts while they're on the third shift and things like that. It's people who are going to work in office buildings. It's people who are going to work in retail. It's all types of people are listening to podcasts, okay? And as Apple and Spotify have really driven the growth of podcasting over the last few years. This makes complete sense, right? If you're listening to podcasts, chances are you have a mobile device. You're a person that commutes. You work out. You want to be healthy. These are podcast listeners, okay? These are desirable customers. They're desirable clients. They're desirable audience members, desirable community members. And I think the even more significant stat is about their behavior, Okay, 74% of podcast listeners listen to learn new things. That's it right there. Like, you know, they are listening to you to learn something. So if you have something to teach, if you have something to share, that's important. Now, if I want to learn how to fix my sink or something like that, 
connect something up, repair something, I might go to YouTube because I need to see it. I need to see what happens. But if I really want to learn a new skill or understand something more deeply, if I want to change something about my life, if I want to grow my business, if I want to communicate something more in depth, I go to a podcast to find out and to learn it. Okay. And because listeners trust the podcast host, 65% of podcast listeners say that podcast ads increase their intent to buy. 54% of podcast listeners say they're more likely to consider a brand after hearing a podcast ad for it. And 57% of podcast ads actually outperform video pre-roll ads for intent to purchase, okay? So do you understand why you hear so many ads on popular podcasts now? Advertisers know that it works. They know that the podcast listeners trust the host. And if the host recommends something or reads something or says they've used it, it's going to work. It's going to be more effective. Now, here's the most significant stat that I know of when it comes to podcast listeners. 93% of podcast listeners listen to more than half or all of each episode. So whereas a video watcher might watch two minutes of a 12-minute video and they might be skipping around, the podcast listener is going to listen to more than half or all of each episode. And when the average podcast episode is between 20 to 45 minutes, that means that people are spending at least 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes listening to you and your content. I have a, a friend that I helped launch his podcast about a year ago named Axel Mont-Saint-Jean. His podcast is Real Estate Investing in Quebec. And I want to talk about him and his experience with listeners. Now, Axel has a really niche podcast, okay? It's geo-specific. It's a certain region, Quebec. It's a province in Canada, right? And the population of Canada is, I think, less than California or something like that. So this is not a lot of people. The podcast is about real estate investing. So it's a subset of the real estate market. It's not for real estate professionals necessarily. It's not for those types. It's for investors. So it's a very niche podcast. And it's a show for people who want to learn and grow as an investor. It's for people getting into it. Axel, you know, started investing, I think, five or six years ago now. And he's teaching people who are just a little further behind than him in, in starting up how to do it, what choices to make. He started meetup groups, things like that that are helping his listeners. And we were on a call the other day. We were just talking about, you know, what's next for his podcast as he's grown Um really steadily over the last year. And and I had said, well, let's take a look at your advanced stats in Apple. If you don't know, you can go to podcastconnect.apple.com and take a look at your show's analytics. And Apple's not really great about catching all of their listeners. Uh, they, they get some good stats, but it, it's hit or miss sometimes which episodes show up and things like that. But you can see things like how many listeners listen to an episode at each minute. So you can see that if you started out with 25 listeners or 100 listeners in the first minute, what is it like at five minutes in, 10 minutes in, 15 minutes in? And so you can see their average consumption. You can see the episode consumption of your listeners. And when we looked at Axel's stats, we saw that most of his episodes were 75% to 100%. That meant they were listening to the whole episode. But what was even more telling is he had a handful of episodes that were 110, 130, 140% episode consumption, 
which meant his listeners had listened to the episode and then gone back and listened again. And that was great. That was really great to see. It showed that his listeners were sticking around and really listening to all his content. I want to share another example from one of my clients, Ernie Svensson. Uh, Ernie has a podcast called Law Firm Autopilot, where he helps law firms systematize, automate, go paperless, uh, so they can have smaller staffs, lower budgets, lower expenses, compete with much larger firms, work from anywhere. Now, Ernie is kind of famous in the, the lawyer content marketing community. He was actually one of the first five law bloggers on the internet. He started his blog way back in 2004. And over the last 15 or so years, 16 years now, he's built an entire business from his blog, from helping people, from coaching lawyers, okay? Now, Ernie started his podcast three years ago. We had met at a conference and we were talking about podcasting and he was interested in it. And what happened with Ernie's podcast is he saw so much engagement from listeners. They were asking him questions. They were wanting to join his programs. They were wanting to buy his stuff. So much of that happened that he immediately told me that if he had to start all over again, he would definitely have started a podcast before a blog. Because remember, blogs and podcasts started getting popular and starting up at the same time. Podcasts were uh, originally called audio blogs, basically. Um, And he would have done a podcast because... The quality of the communication, the quality of the conversion coming from his podcast listeners was much better than he'd ever seen from his blog. He even says that most of his members and client leads come from his content. And that that's insane itself. You know, not speaking, not ads, not traveling, not networking. It's coming from his content. And as we hear so much about SEO and Facebook ads and so many other ways to create traffic, I find it telling that a leader in his industry actually has built most of his success off of content. I've seen that with other clients that we've had that a lot of their growth has come to sticking with their content marketing for two, three, four years. That's when they've seen the huge growth. So I want you to know about podcast listeners. They are more valuable in my opinion. Uh, and and maybe, you know, if you go listen to a podcast about YouTube, you'll hear different opinions or something like that. But to me, the podcast listener is the most valuable type of content marketing audience that you can go to. We talked about why. There's all these reasons that they're desirable de- demographic. They're desirable members of your community. They're desirable um, clients. So take that and and think about that as you craft your show, as you craft the content that you're going to add each week in your episodes. So next week, now that you, you know, you want a podcast, right? Okay. And you, and you know why, and you know why it's powerful. I want to talk about whether or not you should do it yourself. Okay. I teach people how to do it themselves. I also have an agency, Emerald City Productions, where we help people launch their podcast and then run their podcast for them, produce them, uh, market their podcast. So next week on the podcast, now that you know you want to do a podcast, now that you know why you should do a podcast, why it's powerful, I want to talk about whether or not you should do it yourself to start up. And I've got lots of opinions. I help people learn how to do it themselves. I have several close friends that I've helped learn how to podcast on their own and figure it out themselves. But I also have Emerald City Productions, which is an agency that helps people launch podcasts and produce their podcasts and market their podcasts. So next week on this show, I'm going to talk about the hurdles. Okay, all the hurdles in starting a podcast, the tech. um, I'm going to talk about who I've seen be successful 
as a do-it-yourselfer and who has failed. So stick with me, come back next week and listen to the episode. If you have any questions, you know, at any time, you can email me, danny at emeraldcitypro.com. I would love to get your questions. Um, I would also love it if you could rate and review this podcast and share it with anyone you think it would help. Uh, Ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts and some other places really let people know whether or not they wanna listen to the podcast. And you know, if you're ready to start, if you're ready to get going on starting a podcast, I can help you out for free. Go and get my podcast roadmap at dannyosmond.com slash roadmap, and that will give you 20 to 30 steps to do exactly what you need to do without making mistakes, without having to make decisions on what product to buy, what thing to try. And you will have a podcast, I guarantee you, in a month if you go through that checklist. So I look forward to seeing you next week right here on Podcast Strategies.